Hello, summoners, and welcome to another episode of Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Joel, and I'll be your Phaeologist today. I'm here to talk about Enemy Phase Refines, and this one took me a little longer, and here's why. When you talk to someone who's played the game for any length of time, they usually have that one unit that they've poured way too many resources in. It's the unit they make their lead out of, and, and they show off to everybody. It's, it's the unit that they brag about killing an entire AR team in one turn, and if only they weren't so strong, they would have gotten the pots. This is the enemy phase tank. These units take so much effort and love. They require the latest skills, all the flowers, all the merges, all the feathers, and an amazing support cast. But there's nothing quite as satisfying as when months of effort lets you casually stroll onto the battlefield and Thanos snap an entire enemy team. It's very satisfying. Uh, it's interesting to talk about these units with people, though. I Just on our little server, I, Gaia has a male Kana, and this unit has enough skills to fill three pages at single space, 12-point font text. Deku has OG Marth, and he's been talking all day about how good his resplendent's going to be. Jackal has Sheena because Jackal has horrible taste. <laughs> Maybe this is the reason he takes it out on my builds. I mean, Sheena. Woof. Uh, Memento Mori has Duo Alphonse, which he refused to talk about. That's the kind of kind of fervor we're talking about when we're looking at these units. I, people take these things very, very personally. I, Conquest has a legendary Corrin. Iliadur has the Arden to end all Ardens. I, my unit is a Noe, and I cannot tell you how much it hurt my soul when Thracia came onto the scene and completely relegated her to the bench. I, she still plays a little bit in light season, but as soon as she gets her refined, she'll be amazing, right? <laughs> so let's talk about some of these units and their refines and how they make other defenses look silly. We can't really get into this without going into the rubric. So first thing, damage capacity. Now, the difference between these damage capacities and the player phase damage capacities is that the stats have to be allocated other places. So you're not going to get the sky high numbers. Uh, I think high on the player phase was at least 100, and high on these are is 85. If you're hitting 85, you're doing great. Moderate is between 85 and 75. Low is under 75, and you're going to start to struggle there. Survivability is the next up. If you can get a physical bulk, and that's all of your kit, above 120, you're doing great. Magical bulk, over 115. Uh, generally, physical uh, units have more physical bulk than they do have magical bulk. Speed is very important for avoiding doubles. I, if you can get it over 50, you're doing pretty good. If you can get it over 60, then you don't have to have quick repost, which is very, very nice and frees that spot up for other skills. Uh, as far as what I'm looking for, if a unit gets all three of these, so physical, magical, and speed, they're doing good. If they get two of them, they're fair. If they can only get one, that's bad. Uh, we have a gauntlet set up. I've got a whole bunch of units representing different styles of defenses. Uh, and if you can, if there's seven units there. If you can get four wins off of that, 
I'm calling that good. If you can get three wins, I'm calling that fair. Two's bad. Gadgets. This is really the meat of the refines. The more effects you have, the better. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of obvious. Hard counters. Oh, these break my heart. Uh, this is any unit that just utterly shuts down that unit. I gave the example of Noe and Thracer. Obviously, <laughs> the hard counter there is dragon effectiveness, and Thracer has it. Then we can look at cost. Uh, I mean, first up, obviously, is orbs. Uh, every summon, so either a summon of a unit or any skill, I'm calling it 200 orbs. And that's about the 70th, 70th percentile, so it's a pretty good number. Uh, for the four stars, I'm doing plus 10, so that's 220,000 feathers. For dew, 200. For flowers, generally I'm putting 15 on there if they're infantry, 10 if they're not. Like I said, these units are expensive. All right, it is time. The gauntlet. These are units that you've seen a million times. First up, you know her, you don't love her. <laughs> Ophelia with the infantry pulse team. So I only did this unit plus four because that's generally the merges I see. Uh, on these five-star units, any of these in here, I do them at plus four. With one exception, we'll get to that. Uh, she's got life and death four. <laughs> Blazing light, AOE special, eek, uh, death blow. So you're coming in hot at 67 attack, and that's before you count on that death blow. That is a monstrous blazing light that's coming at you. As far as support, we've got Mirabilis and Thracier. So this is obviously anima season for her. Ellawood is next. <laughs> this guy, oh. Um, I, the one I was thinking of with this particular unit was the lunge chain. And that's Ellawood comes in, gets hit somebody, either kills them or not, but then lunges and usually takes enough damage to where either the lunged unit gets in a range and everyone swarms or, you know, wings of mercy shenanigans happen. <laughs> it's not fun. And we've all been up against it. Uh, I've got him in dark season. Bramamond, Yoon. Yeah. He's coming in hot with 61 attack, 45 speed, swift sparrow three, which adds more to that lunge, swift sparrow two seal. And of course, Blazing Durandal, the impact weapon. <laughs> so uh, next up is the Cav line. And I've got Mr. Magic himself, Reinhardt. This is in Anima Season with Mirabilis and Thracer. Uh, he's coming in there with 50 attack. Who cares about any other stat? 50 attack and it's hitting you a lot. <laughs> uh, he's got Moonbow Death Blow 4, Lull Attack Res 3, and Death Blow 3. And of course, Dire Thunder, because, you know, what other weapon would he have? <laughs> uh, the next up, I'm calling this the Damage Ball. I don't know what other people call this, but you guys have seen the one where Brave Ike is right up at the front, and essentially you have to bait him out. They give you no other choice. And so as soon as he hits you, because of his damage reduction, he takes a lot of damage, but he doesn't die. And so all of the Wings of Mercy shenanigans happen after that. 
And then we've got the beloved stall team. And I've got a special guest for the stall team. This is, in fact, Ilyalader's Arden. <laughs> this sucker has Carrot Cudgel. Defense refined, of course. Ignis. HP Defense 2. Wary Fighter 3. Pulse Smoke 3. And HP Defense 2. <laughs> I haven't done this for anyone else, but I'm going to do this for this one. Stats. Oh, by the way, Bram and Yoon supported. HP. 89. <laughs> 59 attack. Speed of 26, but I mean, with this kid, who cares? Defense of 58. Res of 22. This is really well represented for those stall teams that you see that <laughs> you don't even know how to crack them. <laughs> but anyway, good times had by all. The last two units are gatekeepers and these are in anima and dark the units that you're going to see all the time and if you can't beat them you probably shouldn't even be in that season period and that of course is thracier for anima base kit swiss barrow three merges plus four and bramamond merges plus four base kit hardy bearing oh i hate Hardy bearing Bramamond. <laughs> um, as far as the defense teams, I've considered no buffs on them. There's there's a lot of arguments you could make for how exactly you want to make this rubric, but essentially I've said, well, their buffs plus your debuffs are just going to cancel each other out. So if a unit drops below 20 health, that's considered a failure. Because if you're a tank and you go under 20, for one thing, your QR is not going to work if you're using that. For another the next unit's probably going to take you out. So, 20 health, bad. Uh, if, if no one's killed, it's a stalemate. And there are definitely places where that is really bad. I don't look at the fact that when you stalemate with Ellawood, your entire team dies because of Gale Force or, you know, Wings of Mercy shenanigans. But, I mean, that is a problem. And the other thing I didn't really take into account here is the Bolt Tower. And most AR strategies, they're waiting for the bolt tower to go off to take some of that chip damage and then start the the, the shenanigans. I, I, I didn't have any way to really take that into account. So understand this doesn't really look at strategy. This is more, does your big number beat my big number? It is a very good way to quantify how good your unit though is, though. I, I don't want to take away from that. The support. All right, I have brought back good old male Corrin. <laughs> he is going to be providing a plus five Omni buff. So he's ally supported with whatever unit we have. All four stars are plus 10. They're all summoner supported. They all have 15 flowers because this is your tank. Of course, you're going to do all that for your tank. Uh, your unit is properly protected against chills. You get plus six visible omnibuff. So this is, this is the ideal situation. This means all of your planning worked. <laughs> uh, the other thing is you get two mythics. In light season, we're talking air and peony. So it's completely free to play. In astro, we're talking altina, which is free to play. And I went ahead and put plumeria in there. 
most of these, whether it was Plumeria or Naga, didn't really matter, or even if you had two Altinas, it's not going to push them one way or another on the scale. But that's just the two units that I chose. I didn't do fancy C skills for the most part. There's one exception with some pulse smoke stuff. So that that's in there. I'll go over the units that have that. Whew, okay, that is a lot. Let's get into units. The first unit, the queen of damage herself, Tharja. This was a great refine back in the day, and this is still a great refine. I mean, you remember when blade tomes were a thing. Blade tomes were everywhere. It's all anyone used. And this one added in an in-combat attack speed minus four debuff to enemies within two spaces. That's phenomenal. I, that was, yeah, they, they didn't have anything like this at the time. So I, this, was, this was really, really good. But the biggest thing about Tharja when AR first hit the scene was just the amount of damage you could do once you got her into vantage range. And this build that I'm having, that I have here, this is Light Season, Air, Peony, Glimmer, Close Counter, Vantage, Attack Smoke, Savage Blow. This is a build everyone has seen. It's, there's nothing special in here. The only thing expensive, expensive in here is Close Counter. But as far as the damage capacity, we're talking about a whopping 92. <laughs> that is intense. Now, I am assuming in the, in the gauntlet here that she has somehow taken that 20 damage and we are into vantage range. Keep that in mind. Survivability for her, it's not as good as the other units. Right, physical bulk is 108 after you count in all the numbers. Magical bulk is 110. Keep in mind that is counting in HP. So if you think about the, the amount of magical damage that she can take. And then speed, 62, which is very nice. As far as hard counters, oh, this is why I don't use Tharja very much anymore. Hardy bearing cancels out Vantage, and she gets killed. Lulz, they neuter her blade tome, and she gets killed. Panic, they neuter her blade tome, and she gets killed. <laughs> I, I will say, when the stars align, though, she can still be really, really good. And, and when you look at this, like versus Arden, she comes within 11 of taking out Arden. And keep in mind, he had wary fighter. So that was one hit. Um, against Brave Ike, she demolishes him. It's, it's a joy to see. She unfortunately loses to Ellawood, Reinhardt, and Ophelia, and Bramamond, <laughs> but she doesn't lose to Thracier, but then Thracier's panic smoke kicks in, and yeah, <laughs> so it's, I, she's a tough unit to use, I, I still keep one on hand in light season, because there are those times when you just need to put out a ton of damage, but I use her less and less as time goes on. They've really tried to do away with the Blade Tome mages altogether. She does get the highest damage in the group, and she's the cheapest unit to make. So if you're just starting out, this can still be a very good unit for her. 
for you. Just know that this isn't going to be a unit that has a lot of staying power as you work up through the ranks. Um, the other thing is she doesn't actually need all those merges and flowers because most of her damage is coming from that blade dome. But like I said, she has way too many hard counters. I, I still like keeping her on hand, but she's not going to be your go-to tank. The next one up, you know him, you love him, Brave Ike. <laughs> the, the hard part here is that I'm working with the free-to-play one. This is neutral IVs, and yeah, I mean, he's still summoner-supported. He's got Aether, Distant Counter, Null C Disrupt, Quicker Post. And he's still a really good unit. Altina and Plumeria, so I put him in Astra Season. And, I mean, this weapon. Wow. The cooldown minus one is really nice. If unit gets two attacks, remember, this was originally done versus Reinhardt. So, two attacks, the second one is 80%. And then the refine hits with this reduces damage from foe's first attack by 40%. And if they can make a counterattack, they're going to do it right off the bat. So that's when that 80% kicks in. So if they're doubling, it's 40% off the first, 80% off the second. Excellent. You guys know all of this. I am just reading it because I apparently like hearing myself talk. <laughs> the problem with Ike is he doesn't put out a whole lot of damage. I, this entire kit, you're working with 71, which again is on that low side. Uh, survivability, of course, is awesome. And I, I've done some weird things. I've basically looked at someone coming in with 100 damage. So I, for physical bulk, we're talking 139. Magical bulk, 121. Excellent, as we talked about. Speed is 48, and that's, that's not great. And the really hard thing is hardy bearing hurts Irvon's effectiveness so much. It completely gets rid of that second 80% reduction of damage. Cost is cheap. All you're doing is spending orbs on distant counter and null seed disrupt, and you're spending no feathers. But Bike has been so dominant for so long that almost all of these AR teams that I've talked about, they are designed to get Bike to zero health. Like, that is their whole purpose in life. If you want bike to work in this day and age, you have to have merges, and you're probably doing speed bike. For a single unit, Brave Lucina probably would have been better, and Memento Mori tried to talk me into doing Brave Lucina, but it seemed kind of unfair to tailor one unit support and not the others. And I, I didn't want to make a special team for each one of these individual units. Know that bike can still be good, but he takes a lot of investment. And that's, that's just where we're at. Uh, versus defense bike, he doesn't do well. Versus Reinhardt, again, he's designed to fight Reinhardt. He does really well. Ophelia and the infantry pulse team demolishes him. Bramamond with the hardy bearing demolishes him. Thracier, he actually does really well versus Thracier, which is why I put him in Ast Astra. Um, Arden, <laughs> Arden laughs at bike's damage. It, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, Ellawood, man, if there's a unit designed to just make bike teams look silly, it's Ellawood. So there's not a whole lot that he does well here. <laughs> he's, he's got the Cavline down and he's got Thracier down and that's it, folks. 
<laughs> so Ike has aged a little bit. Let's go to a unit that is actually aged very well. And this unit surprised me a ton. This is Bowie. So here's one of the things. As, as this game goes on, you want units that you can mold with different skills. IS generally does a pretty good job of allowing a unit's stats to keep up with all these flowers and all the other things they do. But you can't replace the four or five skills that other units get in their weapon. I, I, I'm looking at you, Brave Hector. <laughs> but, I mean, even if you look at, like, the, the latest Brave Heroes, I, they just they have a lot of things going on, a lot of special effects. The thing about Bowie is he kind of flips the script there and he's got this weapon that gives him close counter, which most of these units would need that in their in their a slot. And it allows you to give him extra things in that spot. Uh, also, he has the triangle advantage versus colorless opponents. That's very, very nice. So what I ended up with, he's already got the close counter. I threw on soul and then I went attack speed solo four. That's right. This is speed Bowie. <laughs> then I went no follow up, which is a fantastic skill right now. This is the unit I went pulse smoke on and attack defense solo. That's a lot going on with the unit. I, if you're looking, so this is, this is in Astra season, Altina, Plumeria, Attack, uh, just like bear attack, 55, bear speed, 44. That doesn't sound like a lot, but all of these additional things, the damage capacity ends up being about 78. And that's, it's not on the high side, but it is definitely respectable. And he can do a lot with that. Uh, as far as survivability, we've got physical bulk of 122, which is nice. Magical bulk of 108, which is okay. Speed of 58. Gotta love that. And what that ends up doing is it gives him also a player phase and he gets some additional utility just out of being a ranged unit. He does fairly well. And I mean, this is a more expensive build. We're talking 600 orbs, uh, one for the A slot. You've got the uh, uh, <laughs> no follow up. You've got pulse smoke. All of that, that costs a lot, right? But I, what you end up getting, he kills Arden, Ophelia, so infantry pulse goes down, takes out both Thracer and Bramamond, so he can be used in either season. He does not do well against Ellawood, but no one really expected him to. <laughs> and he holds his own versus Reinhardt. Uh, all in all, I mean, this, this unit does fairly well. He does not do well versus Bike. <laughs> Um, yeah, bike brings him to a nice stalemate, but you're going to see that with a lot of these units. And the thing is a stalemate doesn't mean a loss. It just depends. Whatever else is happening is <laughs> can happen. And you've played into the defense's hands. So keep that in mind. But Bowie, always a good unit here. Next up, Sophia. So Sophia is really interesting. And I threw her in here because I... Summoners, I have a fairly invested cav line. Like, my, my cav line's pretty decent. I had a fully invested Sophia, and 
I mean, triple mythic, armed the teeth, come in, sit in the middle of my, my cav line, and just demolish everyone. It was humiliating. <laughs> so I'm coming to share it with you. But yeah, this, this unit does, this unit is interesting. Let's, let's go into a little more why. So triangle advantage versus colorless, colorless opponents is always nice. In combat, defense res plus four, if foe initiates, also nice. The color red is interesting. We just don't have a whole lot of red mages. So defenses don't often plan against red mages. It, it's, it's something to consider. And I know two of my gauntlet units are blue mages. <laughs> that did occur to me. But keep in mind, this is just the, the tropes that we're going through here. Uh, a lot of a lot of defenses are trying to move away from these, and Sophia might be on the cutting edge of that. But let's go further here. Talked about the tome, uh, the build here. I put on close foil just to give her some extra oomph. Lull attack res three, attack smoke three, quick repose three. Nothing too spectacular here. Damage capacity we're going at eighty one, which is nice. Survivability. Physical bulk, 122, check. Magical bulk, 118, check. Speed, 43. 43, ugh. I mean, that's after all of her effects. She's got 43. That is not good, guys. Hard counters, none. I, she actually does really well. So, essentially, we have a 400 orb cost here, and of course, all the flowers and feathers and everything else. Um, but... Okay, guys, she doesn't do well against my gauntlet. <laughs> she does okay. Uh, she, she takes Bike almost all the way down. Not quite. He's got 17 health left. Reinhardt makes her look silly. Ophelia makes her look silly. <laughs> Bramamond and Thracer, she destroys. Arden, she just destroys. And Ellawood makes her look silly. So, I, she's in the okay range. But... Again, I, if we're looking past the gauntlet, she's an interesting unit to invest in. She's more of a specialist. I would recommend removing her A skill if you wanted to, do the, wanted to do this unit. And here's the reason why. I want you to think about the last couple AR defense teams that you've been up against. And I want you to think about how they're configured. Most of them right now have exactly one physical damage dealer. That's it. So what you're basically doing here is saying, I don't care who that is. I'm just going to take that hit and then I'm going to tank the rest of the team. And this works in a lot of cases. The most notable is Brunya. There are a lot of Brunyas out there who just completely ignore, ignore close counter altogether. It is really interesting and it's something to think about if you haven't. And this unit is a very strong candidate for that. There are a lot of teams that just don't have a physical damage dealer. It's, it's interesting. Pay attention to that. But all in all, I'm telling you to spend a whole lot of resources on a unit that did okay. <laughs> so, I, yeah, let's move to the next one. Murr. Guys. This refine. Huh. 
I, Great Flame. This weapon is amazing. And this is, this is Gen 2. So, I mean, this is an older unit. But the Refine, I mean, you get adaptive damage, of course. Wary Flyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've called it. Uh, you know, it's, it's that whole if if unit's defense is above foe's defense plus one. And keep in mind that was plus three before they bumped it to Great Flame. Uh, Great Flame. Foe cannot make a follow up attack. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, in combat, Omni buff plus five. Really nice. And neutralizes effects that guarantee foes follow-up during attack. And those are both contingent on being in within two spaces of an ally. That's excellent. I love this refine. I am a huge Mer fan. Uh, here I've got her in light season because, you know, Thracer isn't in light season. <laughs> but air and peony supported. Uh, I have right now on her, I've got soul DC QR and mirror stance. <laughs> I know that should have been Iot shield. I was, I was feeling a little saucy and rebellious and didn't want to put Iot's on her this time, but it, it doesn't change the results that much. Uh, as far as damage capacity, 85, which like we were talking about for these tanks, that is excellent. That's really good. Uh, survivability, physical bulk, 129. Whew, nice. Phys or magical bulk, 130. Magical bulk, that is excellent. And remember, she's keeping the opponent from doubling. So that, that's awesome. Speed of 53. That surprised me. Uh, as far as hard counters, oh, dragon effectiveness. <laughs> Hello, Thracer. Uh, this unit in particular, I've got DC, which costs 200. And then, of course, the summoning, which costs 200. I, Mur is an excellent unit, though, and a great one-off. Keep, keep her in mind. If we're talking about how she does in the gauntlet, she almost takes out Arden. She drags him down to 15 health. She does decently against Bike. She does really well versus Bramamond. I was very surprised that she did decently versus Thracer, and I say decently. Now, she's being pulled down to 27 health. That's, that's not great. But she survived the hit, which is nice. Ellawood. <laughs> yeah, she didn't take out Ellawood. She did fantastic versus Reinhardt and actually did really well versus a fully loaded Ophelia. So I, if you're talking about Light Season, this is a very viable tank with a fantastic refine. I, she, she excels in every way but the fact that she's a dragon flyer. One other really interesting thing. I tried Dragon's Ire on her and it made that <laughs> it didn't help her in her matchups and against Ellawood, it hurt her <laughs> because so what ended up happening? So Ellawood only gets to attack once and then she attacks back twice and triggers Ellawood's Gale Force. <laughs> so, oops. I, I would think long and hard before you went out and spent orbs on, on Dragon's Ire. I'd, I'd probably just skip it if you're looking at it for Mer. I There are probably some cases that that works well on, but for the most part, I would just let it ride, stick with QR. One other thing, this is an excellent, excellent 
water season, either AA unit, or if you choose to merge her all the way up, she can be a good arena unit. Uh, she pairs up really well versus Legendary Krom, uh, actually all the water season folks she does really well against. Keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, I, I like this unit a lot. Just, you know, she's a dragon, so you have to have a backup plan in case the team you're going up against go, uh, has dragon effective stuff. All right, guys, we are up to a really interesting unit here. Sharena. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. The protagonist of Fire Emblem Heroes, Sharena, that you can't get any emerges on. I'm still saying she's got a good refine. I'm just letting that soak in for a second. <laughs> so her weapon, because you probably don't remember, Omnidol. So basically neutralizes foes' bonuses from skills like Fortify, Rally, all that great stuff. And then she's got a Bond skill. For those of you who play AR a lot, Bond skills are terrible in AR. <laughs> They're absolutely wretched. But the thing about her refine is, well, the thing about refines in general, don't forget that this gives you just extra stats. So for this build in particular, I went the plus five HP and plus three speed. And let me tell you, bonus season Sharena gets fast. So she's got DC, no follow-up, speed res solo. Astro season, so it's Altina and Plumeria. Speed of, and I did use trait fruit on her, so that, that gave her a little bit of extra. 51. Whew, that is nice, guys. I, yeah. If we're talking about damage capacity, uh, she hit 71. That is not nice. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not great at all. Survivability, though. 120, 125 physical bulk, check. Magical bulk, 118, check. Speed, 68. Whoa. This unit is screaming fast. Hard counters. <laughs> She's seasonally dependent. Um, I mean, this is bonus season stats here, and essentially you're getting those once every two months. That, that hurts me because... You could probably use this unit a lot more otherwise. Uh, as far as cost, 200 for the DC, 200 for the null follow-up, 100 trade fruit. <laughs> but the, the thing is, she wins some key matchups here. Uh, she doesn't do real well versus Arden, because again, she's not doing a whole lot of damage. Uh, bike, no. Bramamond, she demolishes. Thracier, demolishes. Ellawood, she demolishes. Reinhardt, she demolishes. Infantry pulse kills her. I, I, yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess technically she has 12 left after Ophelia gets rid of her. But it, it's, yeah, you can't win them all. These are some really good matchups though. And I, I know, I know quite a few people who like to use Sharena when her season is there. And obviously I've got her on Astra here, but she can be used on both Astra and Light. I, yeah, if you could use her more, I would be all for it. But keep in mind, that is not that expensive. I mean, 400 orbs, yes, but you're not spending the flowers. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you're not spending the feathers. You are still definitely spending the flowers. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to point out, though, 
since this is the protagonist of Fire Emblem Heroes, you are always going to have a case to use Sharina. She, I mean, think about she's always a bonus season in Arena, AR, whatever new modes they have out, she'll be a bonus season for those, for, uh, she'll have a bonus season for those as well. Keep that in mind. It is never a bad thing to invest in the Asker Trio. But I thought that was interesting. Next up, we have Henry. Henry's interesting. I, I wasn't in love with this unit, but the refine is very unique and very easy to activate. So I'm just going to read this out. Obviously, you've got the triangle advantage versus colorless. That's nice. But the refine itself is at start of combat, if foe's attack is greater than unit's attack plus three, inflicts attack res minus six during combat and guard. That's really nice. Like there, there are a lot of cases where that comes in very, very handy. And I mean, this is a full up build with Altina and Plumeria support. She, he's plus 10, summoner supported. 15 flowers and still maxes out at 52 attack. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's not great guys, but again, it's easy to uh, activate that weapon. You're almost always going to activate it. Um, as far as his damage capacity, 77, it still isn't great. Uh, survivability. He's got great bulk. Uh, physical bulk is 128. Magical bulk is 121. Speed is 46. He's got no hard counters. And basically, this is a 400 orb build. The guard effect is sneaky good and come, can come in really handy. There are a lot of defenses that count on special acceleration. Uh, and the problem is he needs something. Like, he, he's kind of caught in between. If he had more speed, then he could do that no follow-up build, and that would be really nice. Uh, if he had more, uh, somehow more effective attack, then we, we wouldn't have to worry about it so much. You're in this weird tweener thing. And probably what I would suggest with him. So instead of using close counter or close foil as I have here, I would probably go with that hybrid roll again and add attack speed solo, which would bump him up to 52 speed. That's, that's not so bad. Sorry, 53 speed. But yeah. Uh, or alternately you could do some sort of stance skill, but you've already got that guard effect is he would take some playing with, but he, he's still a usable unit, especially because of that colorless triangle advantage. And so many people, when they're building their air defenses, build them around colorless units. So that, that gives him some good utility. Um, as far as the gauntlet goes, I, I mean, I wanted him to do better against bike. No one is doing well against bike though. I, I mean, almost the takeaway from this whole episode is bike no longer good on offense, amazing on defense, which just blows my mind. I didn't realize that it happened. I had seen him a lot on defense, but anyway, Cavline, Reinhardt, it's no contest. Uh, Ophelia leaves him with three health. I was surprised at that. Uh, he actually does well versus Bramamon or Thracer, so he's got the go-ahead to go in either of those seasons, and he does kill Arden. But Elowood's going to make him look silly. So 
all in all, this is okay. It's interesting, and I can definitely see how he would be usable in certain cases. But again, we talked about it. It's a lot to invest in a unit that doesn't perform well in a lot of different situations. Summoners, I don't want to talk about this next unit. This unit is my least favorite unit in Fire Emblem Heroes. This is OG Roy, and I'm putting him in here just because he technically has a very good enemy phase refine. But Roy, in all forms of Roy, really bank on their units being balanced. What that ends up meaning is that Roy is just not good at anything. <laughs> he's, he's just okay. And, and this whole thing bears it out. I mean, his refine is QR, and it's got dragon effectiveness, which is, it's, it's nice. Um, I'm running this kit with DC, no follow-up, which is nice. Speed res solo, uh, he's in Astra season, so Altina, Plumeria. Uh, he does 72 effective damage, so that's his damage capacity. Uh, survivability, 114, not great. Magical bulk, 117, not great. Speed, 61, we're borderline there. And the problem is he's got enough speed, but then he already has built-in QR. It, it, this is just, it's maddening, right? So yeah, he doesn't have any card counters, but, and this is a 400 or build. I just, I mean, he doesn't do well against Arden. He doesn't do well against Bike. He does actually do well against Bramamon and Thrasher. So he, he passes those gates. It can be used in, inter, in either season. Here's the weird thing. So, loses to Reinhardt, loses to Ophelia, demolishes Ellawood. <laughs> I did not see that coming. And again, this it's the no follow-up thing. I understand that. But still, I, I was a little bit surprised on that one. But, yeah, he just doesn't do a whole lot well. You can, you can see, and I've heard so many people talk about their, their Roy builds. And especially since he has a Resplendent now, I, people are trying to take advantage of the extra stats. The problem is the extra stats just make him more balanced and balanced units don't have a lot of longevity in this game. So I, this is okay. I threw him in here because I felt, I, I felt required to tell you guys about this unit, but I am not a fan. I, as far as my personal experience, he was my second plus 10 and I was so proud of this unit and then couldn't find a dang thing to do with him. <laughs> Because he just, he's not really good at a lot of things. I, he's just mediocre at everything. <laughs> all right, all right. We need a palate cleanser after that thing. Whoa. Let's talk about Brave Hector. What an odd unit this is. And we've already had a show talking about Brave Hector, but I wanted to revisit him versus the gauntlet. And I'll read his weapon effects again, and I'll just do the effects. Cooldown charge minus one, negated armor effectiveness, neutralizes penalties on the enemy phase, guarantees a follow-up, foe cannot make a follow-up, attack defense minus six on foe, and through his Osti encounter, he gets attack defense plus four. That is so much. 
that is just, that is an insane amount of things going on with that, with all of his special gadgets that he's got that are special to just him. I, the build you want is special fighter and then QR in the, in the seal slot. And that's to combat any of these impact skills. Trust me, you'll love this. So damage capacity, 81. Nice. Survivability, physical bulk, 132. Nice. Magical bulk, 111. Not great. But, you know, uh, keeping the foe from having a follow-up really helps that out. Speed, 41. Again, that's an effective speed, but you didn't expect him to be super speedy anyway, did you? Hard counters, no follow-up, just destroys this guy. Uh, I, as far as the cost, the cost to summon him was 200, and the cost for special fighter was 200. 400 orbs, I mean, for a unit that does pretty decently, that's not too bad. And if you look at the gauntlet, infantry pulse destroys him. Uh, he can't take out bikes, so it's a stalemate. Thracer... The plus zero version of him almost takes out Thracer, but not quite. And that's, that's bad. Like you need to be able to take out Thracer, but understand it doesn't take a whole lot to bump him over that. Like according to this, Thracer has five health left, but whatever, whatever build you make with him, make sure that it can take out Thracer. Uh, as far as Arden goes, Arden ends up with 23 health after their encounter. Yeah. Reinhardt. He actually does really well against. I uh, takes out Reinhardt, takes out Bramamond, takes out Ellawood. And that is key because you all know how many defenses their key member is Ellawood. So that's that's huge. That's that's this guy's claim to fame. If you knew nothing else, 400 orbs would be worth taking out Ellawood teams. <laughs> So, I mean, if you actually look at how he measures up versus my little rubric here, this is the guy that kind of breaks it because he he doesn't measure up well, but he has so many effects that it doesn't matter. Uh, he's excellent as a one-off, definitely better with merges, weak to IP, and here's the real thing. And this is something that I don't measure in here, but this is big. Armor movement makes him so hard to work with on an AR team. I Generally, you're not going to be able to use uh, Armor March because you're going to want him to be one square away so that any anyone attacking into you isn't going to be able to just skip Brave Hector altogether and go to the support unit. And, yeah. I, it, so, maybe all of your other units are ranged and you can run around and get the pots that way, but... Pots are huge. I mean, that's that gets you a lot of extra points just getting pots. And this guy is not going to help you, period. Shoo. Okay. I have been talking a while on this. I want to talk about the results. And I've, I've, I've done my best to kind of compile these. And, of course, I'm sitting here in front of a chart, <laughs> which helps you guys none. I, I wanted to just kind of give you an idea of what I'm looking at here. If we're looking at gauntlet results and from worst to best, bike has, we talked about bike. Bike is great if you've invested in him a lot. In the free-to-play world that we're looking in, he's really not that great anymore. 
Tharja, Damage Queen. Really doesn't cut it just because of all the hard counters. And you can see that play out in how many losses she gets here. Uh, three wins, three hard losses. Sophia, we're getting into the mediocre ones here. Uh, if you're talking about Sophia and Henry both, you get three solid wins, two solid losses. <sighs> Roy, you get three solid wins. <laughs> Do you see, even in this scale, he's mediocre. Like, he's dead center. <laughs> So then you get into the, the units that performed really well. Uh, Brave Hector. Uh, we've got three solid wins, three or one loss. So that's three stalemates, but only one loss is good. And one of those wins being Elliwood is really nice. Shrena, four wins, one loss versus in infantry pull. She just, she can't hack it. Murr, no hard losses. So four wins, three stalemates. And Bowie, a whopping five wins, two stalemates. Just to give you an idea, just to give you a baseline of what good really looks like, if we're looking at Brave Edelgard, which, let's face it, this is the premier tank right now, you're talking about five wins. What I'm saying is Bowie did just as well in this gauntlet as Brave Edelgard. So we've talked about gauntlet wins, and, and those are important to kind of get a scale, kind of a comparative between how units are doing against each other. Let's take a step back, though, and look at different results that pop out. Because while it's nice to have a tank that can do absolutely everything, we, we all know that that doesn't really exist. You, you want tanks who can do at least one thing very, very well. For instance, Brave Hector. If you see Elawood, you stick him out there and you know that Elawood just died. <laughs> it's a nice feeling. For this, it's interesting to look at the only one who did decently versus, in that last one, versus Brave Ike was Tharja. And because then the reason is, if you look at the damage, she is on top. 92 damage is huge. So she still definitely has a use. If you're looking at survivability, the two units that really stand out are Murr and Sharina. That's important. If you're looking at hard counters, you're also looking at Tharja being at the bottom, Bike being at the bottom, <laughs> Murr being at the bottom. Uh, be, because these are very common hard counters that will get them. Uh, as far as cost, I again, I, I keep on bringing up Tharja, but 200 orbs is really, really cheap. <laughs> and you go to the other end of the scale with Bowie at 600 orbs. And you can kind of see a correlation there where the better they did in the gauntlet, the more orbs they cost. That's a common trend. Keep that in mind. So what I'm, what I'm really trying to say is that as much as we would love for tanks to be good for everything, and all you'd have to do in AR is take your one unit, set it out in the middle of the field, and you could forget the rest of the week. That would be it. And there's a part of that would be very satisfying. <laughs> but really, and IS has tried to make this game very balanced and tried to make it so that you can't do that. Because of that, that means tanks are very situational. They aren't one size fits all. 
you really want to look for one. You really want to look for tanks that dominate a certain category. We've talked about Brave Hector. We've talked about Tharja. Uh, but again, looking at that Sophia that someone built, and it just so happened to go really well against my cav line. That's something that that person had probably seen so many times that they got one single unit to make sure that 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 team type that they always had trouble with was no longer a problem. Essentially, they took one of their offensive gaps and they completely fixed it with this unit. That's nice to know. And keep in mind when you're picking these, you usually want to pick a unit that dominates one team type as opposed to the jack of all trades. I'm not saying don't pick Bowie. Bowie did really well on this, and there are definitely cases where you're going to want to have Bowie. What I'm saying is that when you're building Bowie, build him towards one team type. Don't try to make him good all around at the cost of making him less dominant in one area. Otherwise, you end up with Roy. Another thing to remember is that skills are constantly evolving and need to be changed frequently in these tank builds. NFU is a great example. Impact weapons came on the scene and just dominated, and then NFU was the counter. Uh, Pulse Smoke is another example, and for these ranged tanks, it's really, really dominant skill there. It basically makes IP teams disappear if they're purely IP. One last thing, summoners. Don't forget the importance of your support units. Keep in mind that if you're not chill soaking, each of those units has the possibility of having a minus eight to all their stats. That's huge. I mean, you, you go from a unit being dominant to a unit being just destroyed. <laughs> so keep that in mind. It is really important for you to make sure that your support units are getting just as much love as these player phase and these enemy phase units. All right, guys, I think I'm through talking now. <laughs> Things coming up in the near future. Uh, we've got a legendary reveal. Should be a water hero. Really excited about hearing that. We've got a new special heroes banner following closely after that. Uh, Deku has this wild master plan to <laughs> tie in the rules of the Fey universe. I'm not even going to try to describe it. It's fantastic. You guys are going to love it. That should start soon. Uh, as far as what I'm doing next, uh, this refined series was mainly about AR. And I, I really wanted to do something in about arena because arena has kind of become a dirty word. <laughs> you talk to most players and you say arena and you, you can just, you can feel them cringe. I, I wanted to talk about some really easy ways to do well. And, and we'll get to that. And then of course, Ilya's dissertation. It's, it's coming, I think. <laughs> I've been telling you guys that for months now. We are all anxiously waiting Ilya's dissertation. Soon, I swear. But if you would like to reach out to the show, you can do so through our subreddit at r slash You can email the show directly at phaeology at gmail.com. If you'd like to chat, you can join us in the research and development server or direct messages on Discord. All our tags are in the show notes, except Jackal. He wants to be contacted over Twitter. Remember, you can send your voice messages through anchor at anchor.fm slash slash message. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so through anchor.fm slash for as little as a dollar a month. 
Hope you have a wonderful day and schedule an appointment with your phaologist real soon. Take care.